everybody and welcome to another episode of Harley's Hot Seat. I'm Harley, I'm your host, and today we have Audrey Forbes on the podcast. How are you doing today, Audrey? Good. I'm doing amazing today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming. So today we're going to be talking to Audrey about her passion for the written word and poetry. So my first question is, how did you get into it? So um, it actually started my freshman year of high school. My English teacher, Ms. Straub, it was like our first English project um, of, of the school year right into high school. And she had us write a spoken word poem and perform it. And from that, I just kind of ever since then, I haven't stopped performing. Oh, that's so cool. That's oh, I wish I had your confidence and I could do poetry. It's taken it's taken some time to develop for sure, but how do you get your inspiration to write all your different poems? I was able to watch a couple of them, such as um the girl in front of me, and I really like that one. So how do you get your inspiration? You know, I write a lot about my own experiences and um whatever I've been through in life, I try to be authentic with my story and you know share the vulnerable parts to that story with with my audience, whether it be while I'm performing or on the page, I think that that authenticity allows me to like have a connection with people. I think that my inspiration is really having that community that I'm able to create through performing and doing poetry. That's really cool. Yeah, I read a couple of your poetry because I, I did dive into your Instagram. I had to do my research, you know, and you do get really vulnerable. What makes you want to be so vulnerable? Because it's not super easy for somebody to just explain their life story or what they've gone through. I think that there's this Thomas King quote, and he says, uh, stories are all that we have. And I think that at the end of the day, um, everyone just wants to feel understood and have um, someone that either relates to them or understands them. And if I can use my story, whether, you know, it's not always the prettiest um, images, I think that people can see that there is a greater triumph in all of it. And through that vulnerability, people can, you know, overcome and they can find their own strengths. And what's your favorite part about what you do? I know you've been able to travel and do different slams. Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've done a couple different I've traveled to a couple different states. I went to Utah, did a couple of shows there, went to Chicago, San Diego. What I really value about it is being able to see the different cultures and in slam communities. Um, you know, what we have out here in Vegas is super unique and what's out in Chicago is super diverse as well. So just being able to um, go back to that connection and um, find how other people are using that platform, I think is uh, really empowering. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> I think it did. I think those spaces are kind of magical in that way that they really do cause shift and transformation. Um, right now, I'm I'm interning for the Love Yourself Foundation, and they ha they host a lot of different open mics. Uh, well, they hosted them before the shutdown and everything, but just that space of open mics of people being able to creatively express themselves really opens up um, people to touch into their like inner self and really. Um, be free and I think in that freedom like there's a lot of like emotional uh and work and journeys that happen in such like 
that small intimate space that that's why that's why I keep going back and I keep performing and keep doing what I do love that do you remember your first poetry slam yeah so my first ever my first ever open mic was Battleborn slam and it was back when it was still at the learning center um in over by the container park and I remember watching my who is now my mentor Vogue Robinson who's uh the Clark County Poet Laureate net or former Clark County Poet Laureate, she, um, they were hosting bef- like their preparation slam before they went off to nationals. I think it was in Denver at that time. It was so long ago, but I remember going there and just being in awe because they were about to go into this whole national competition. So their poems were polished and ready and it was so inspirational. And I was like, wow, like I remember being like 16 sitting in like this small little like, um, like a like a portable uh and just being like in awe of these poets and I was like I want to do exactly what they're doing (laughs) and so and so I did and so um Vogue she ended up mentoring me and uh, she's the one that you know has gotten me so many awesome opportunities in Chicago and all over the place so yeah that's that was kind of where it all started that's really cool and so what do you think is the difference between when you first started to now, you know, but you've done it for a couple of years? Mm, I would say that I think before I got caught up in the competitive aspect of competing in slam poetry, and that was um, that would hinder how I told my story. And I think now I don't um, I don't focus as much on the numbers or how well my poems received. Um, just focus on writing my own truths and if they score well they score well and it's more about the journey and being up on that stage than the tallies at the end of the competition how does it feel being up on the stage having everybody listen to your truth i i love it it is the most like i feel like it's the most liberating space i feel that when i'm up performing I get to be I get to be myself and I get to really show it's like this like freedom of just like letting go is how I would describe it it's just like this release that I can't get anywhere else and it's it's honestly it's gotten me through some of like the darkest and happiest times of my life like it's always um it's just such a special place that I'm able to really just go somewhere else when I'm performing I'm able to like really be transported through a different kind of healing when I am able to perform and connect through people with my poetry that's really cool so it's sort of like um like an adrenaline like a runner's high I guess would be a way to compare it yeah yeah definitely actually uh in high school I ran track and cross country and so maybe there's a pattern there a little connection you know how do you determine which pieces you share and which pieces you just keep for yourself? Hmm. I think that I usually go off of intuition. Um, most of the times I feel like well, at the time I kind of feel out this, like the environment, whether it be a cafe or a competition, I just kind of judge how I'm feeling. And sometimes I'm just compelled to do a poem. I'll hear other poets, you know, speaking on certain topics and, I feel like I'll have something to add to that discussion through my work or um, maybe even contrast it in the same way. And I think that usually online, it's a little different because I think that online I'm able to showcase a little bit of 
variety. Um, on Not every poem is meant to be on stage and not every spoken word poem is meant to be online, like written. So it, I guess just each poem has its own place and it's just kind of feeling it out and finding where it is best suited. I could see that. I've, I've heard a couple of poems that I'm like, oh, that's so much more inspiring if I get to read that or, oh, I wish somebody would say this one to me. Yeah, definitely. Are there any other poets that inspire you to do your work? Yeah. Um, let me think. Uh, I love Olivia Gatwood. She is probably one of my biggest icons right now. She, um, I just read one of her books, uh, Life of the Party. And her book really dives into like experiences of women and crime and um, a lot of women go missing. So I've had, I've connected to a lot of those themes and that looking out of that fear of womanhood. So she really inspires my work. I just read a lot of Joy Harjo, which is the current uh, U.S. Poet Laureate. And she has some amazing stories as well in her poetry. She's an indigenous author and um, she taught me so much just by reading her poetry. I feel like it not only like educated me on um, Native American culture, but her work is super vulnerable and uh, transformational as well. So that also has been a pretty big influence on my own writing too. That's really great. I think it's super cool that you're able to pull from so many, so many different people to help create your own story. Yeah. And I think we, we all do that naturally with uh, stories, whether they be through poetry or in our everyday lives, how we, we connect to people, we take pieces of people in our, our everyday, you know, even just like our, our routines, you know, we pick up from our parents or we catch on to things through observation. And I think um, that's kind of the same way with art. You want to be able to look up to people, not mimic their work, but see why it's great and why they're amazing authors and find that inspiration for your own work. I, I couldn't agree more. That's sort of how I started this podcast because I wanted to share people's stories and their passions. And every time I talk to somebody, it's just super inspiring. Like I've only been talking for, I don't know, 15 minutes and I'm just already inspired by <laughs> Right. I, I know. I love I love podcasts, too. I've been listening to uh, Olivia Gatwood. She has one with her friend, Melissa. And I don't know, there's something um, there's something special about podcasts where I feel like I'm getting an insight into people's minds a little bit. Isn't it interesting? It's it's so cool. So cool. Do you have any um, favorite poems besides the ones of your own? Favorite poems? I would say... So hard. There's so many. Um, a couple of great authors that I know of are. Um, I love Sarah Kay is a classic. She's super notable in our community. Um, for being um pretty popular, she has some good work. I think that um Ryan Jay and Shay Alexi they have a group poem called Broken Haiku. And the work that they do is just so amazing to me. And just how they play with words and the, their own poetry. Both of them are individually amazing, amazing um, writers. I think that how they manipulate language has definitely um, something that I've like tried to channel in my own work. Just they're so methodical and their poems are so well done. So I think they, two of them, they inspire me. That's really cool. Now I'm going to ask you an even harder question. What is your favorite piece of work that you've done? 
My favorite piece of work. Um, let me, mm, I've been writing a lot lately, especially being in quarantine. So I feel like my what I've been um what I've been working on it's kind of like right now it's like it's fresh and new. So that's probably initially what I would want to say is my favorite, just because it it is like I feel like I'm been able to grow a lot being as a writer being so alone <laughs> during quarantine with the ability to write and everything but I think um I had to choose my favorite um so there's this one poem that I have called um it's like on self-love boss girl energy and the beauty of women I did a collaboration piece with a couple of my friends Deanna Diazmo and Jada and what they do what they did is they shot this um like YouTube video showcasing Rihanna's Fenty lingerie line. And I did a women empowerment poem for them to be behind that video. And I just, poem itself is beautiful, but when it's accompanied by the film and their creative um, collaborations with each other and just how it all comes together is just like the most like beautiful thing that I got to like see my poetry become a part of. And it like be um blended with other mediums was i think so far nothing has be- beaten watching able to watch that video oh i love that i love that oh, i got goosebumps now i gotta look it up well audrey that wraps up all of my questions if you want you can go ahead and tell those who are listening where they can find you via social media yeah, thanks so much for having me um i'm on instagram at Rays. It's odd underscore rays. Um, I'm on the same for Twitter. Um, and then right now I've been working on some work as well on for the Love Yourself Foundation. So you can check out some of more of my writing at www.thelyffoundation.com and find more of my writing there. Well, thank you so much, Audrey, for taking the time and coming to talk to me about your passion. I thought I found this a very interesting conversation. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Of course. And that wraps up another episode of Harley's Hot Seat. Thank you again for everybody who's been listening, whether this is your first episode or you've been here since day one. I really do appreciate it. And if you or anybody else you know would like to be on an episode of Harley's Hot Seat, feel free to message me on Instagram or Twitter at harj98 and I hope you have a great day.